Rock Podcast. Midnight, 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 Paco. Midnight, Paco Podcast. Midnight, Paco. Midnight, Paco Podcast. See ya, trucker, blast trucker. It up. There we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Midnight Paco Podcast. As always, you can follow me at Justin Fuller Comedy on Instagram. I am the underscore great underscore C-O-R-E-E. That's where you can find me. Or you can follow us both at the Midnight Paco Podcast on Instagram. That's right. As you can see. Oh, whoa. In addition to this being our 100th episode. Whoa, whoa. Thank you for everybody who was tuning in for all 100 episodes. We have a very special guest in the house. Yes. Yo, this brother is what I consider... One of the flames in Cleveland, man. The one is torching Cleveland. Like one of the people that I was saying, like, look, when I when I told Godfrey put some spec on our name in Cleveland, <laughs> he's always doing it. It's like the sixth time. Look, I'm telling you, look, we got the heat here in Cleveland. You know, with myself, Justin Fuller, and this guy right here, man. I I, I watched this dude. Give it up for our special guest. This my man. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Where they can find you at? Desmond Turner, and you can find me on Instagram at Turner House Productions, or you can follow me or add me as a friend on Facebook, Desmond Turner. That's right. Welcome. Welcome, Desmond Turner. Thank you, to guys. the Midnight Thank Paco Podcast me. Studio. 100th episode, 100th episode. We got Desmond Turner. Appreciate you being in the crib. I'm g- glad to be here for the big 100, man. Absolutely, yes, man. Sheesh. Episode of the Midnight Pocket Podcast brought to you in part by the Acumen Paralegal Services. Help you help yourself the legal way. The services that they offer, they help with documents that need to be typed. Guardianships, probate, divorce, wills and trusts, complaints, business organization, financial planning, and legal research and writing. Go ahead and give them a call at 216-727-0049 or 216-456-0049. 2000. Michelle White will get you right. Hey, man. Uh, first off, I met Desmond on uh, the comic book strip, right? Yeah. That's right. That was Shout a- out to uh, CC. CC and, and uh, J- Javon Bates. Javon Bates. That's Shout right. Out to them. Yeah. Look, you know what? I got a little something right here. Let's go ahead and clink it up right quick. Oh, yes. Everybody let's do got that. something. This is the 100th episode. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm reaching over. Oh, yeah. Get it? Get it? Mm. Yeah, Javon Bates, man. Not only does he put on shows, he does movies also. Movies. And you actually yep. are in one of them. I'm in one of them. Coming Congrats, out October man. 13th, baby. Yeah. Thank Shout you, out. sir. Can you say the name of it? Yeah, it's uh, Maxie's Revenge, the last song, Maxie's Revenge. It's yeah. a mafia movie based in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I play one of the, the mob bosses. You what? Know what I'm you were, I thought you was a goon. I started as a goon. And you got promoted. And I got promoted with yeah, lines yeah. and such. and Not with that weak beard, though. You had a no, bigger beard. No, no, I had a bigger beard, yeah. Yeah, I, man, you can't you know, have my boss with that Yeah, I have, beard, my, I have a good beard. I trimmed this down recently, but... Uh, yeah, man, and uh, we did the photo shoot for the poster. I posted uh, a reel on, nice. on my story. You nice. know, I'll put it on the reels too, so it's there indefinitely. But uh, yeah, it was fun, man. It was it was a good experience. But you know, it ain't about me. It was about it's the all show. About Mr. Turner it was about right the here. show we performed at, Thank and that's where I met me. met this young man. Speaking of which, how old are you, sir? Thirty years old. God. 30 years old. Shit. I remember 30. 30. I just turned 30 in May. Oh, May what? Ooh. May 16th. Okay, my you sister's. A Taurus? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, my dad's a, was a Mine's Taurus. April 25th, but I'm still a Taurus, baby. That's there what I'm go, talking Taurus about. Yeah. yeah. 
My sisters is May I mean, 29. Let, let them have they shine. You know, yeah. the time of Leo is now and everything. Uh, it's, yeah, okay. Yeah. it's okay. You so know, so you're 30, okay. And uh, so I met you, what, two years ago, right? Yeah. Year, year ago? Uh, yep. It was... I think two years ago. Yeah, it was about to. It was, I think it was the first year I was in comedy is yeah, what it yeah. was. So so that was my first year. How long have you been doing it? Uh, For seven years. Seven years. Seven so I started years. in 2016. Okay, 2016. April of 2016. Oh, shit. What day? April 27th. Oh, my Damn. Damn. Two days so, after so, my so, birthday, oh, baby. My very first show. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you know, I don't know if you're anything like me. But I, I mean, I kind of put things in like perspective. Like my freshman class, I kind of know who started with me a little bit. Like from the area we was performing in, because we started at the Funny Stop. Yeah. Can you just name some of the names that you consider like your class that you were performing with that you started with? What's What's very odd about this is one lady from my class. Um, I remember her, her name was like Shelby. I can't remember her last name. Forgive me if you ever see this. <laughs> but I know she, um, I know she's out, based out of Michigan. So okay. I think Detroit, Michigan. Okay. But I, I, what I started was, is the workshop at the Cleveland Improv. Dope. So okay. a lot of those people aren't really doing stand-up much anymore that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I know, um... So I know Shelby, and I know Marty Krieger. He does it every now and then and stuff like that. I haven't seen Marty perform lately, so I don't know if I'm putting any pressure on him to perform in shows. And there was another guy named uh, Darnell Stokes. Um, He was was doing it, but I don't know if he's doing it anymore. So it's not really many people, like, in my class that I remember so anybody um, that was like hitting the same clubs you was doing, like that you know are still performing right now, because I can name a few that sort of started with us. Um, no, well, actually, I do know one, which is John Armstrong. Okay. Shout out to John Armstrong. Shout out to John. Word. Me and John started around the same time. I I can't remember the first show that me and him did together, but I do know. When I did a show with John Armstrong, we clicked like that. Okay. Both of us have autistic sons. And okay. Stuff. Yeah. So um, me and him kind of clicked uh, like that, and we were cool. So he's one person. He didn't do the workshop with me. Though. Okay. No, no. It's just, to yeah. me, I think yeah. that's just this just starting class. Like, you yeah. know. So he, he started with me, and then shortly after was CeCe Bullock. Okay. Shout out to CeCe. Shout out to CeCe. Yeah. 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 Shout out to CeCe. And, and, and that's how I feel. With like maybe like who's tearing it up right now is Tyrone. Right. Tyrone. Even though we, we was a little bit Tyrone Gang. Shout yeah, out to Tyrone. Tyrone Gang, shout out to Like Tyrone. look look, I mean we started like a little bit before Tyrone. Yeah. And he always give me credit for like <laughs> for, putting him on yeah. like his first show. Yeah. And I thank him for that. Right, right, right. And even if I don't do anything else, I'm gonna stick my chest out, but like, yeah, I put Tyrone on his first show, you know, but because Tyrone's a, a shit, a but he's, yeah, I mean, he's that, but that was that was all Roselle. So that was Roselle. So shout out to Roselle. But you know, it was for, like, you know, yeah, it was Roselle. Yeah, shout out to Roselle. Yep, Lamar. I mean, it, yeah, it was. It well, was yeah. it was me talking to you know you yeah. and I. I'm like, look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Get on, baby. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I mean, I, I get it, but you know, but 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 I'm back, just saying, back to you, man. Yeah. It's like I'm a student of comedy. Yeah, me too. And Jay, I tell you, like, <laughs> I was like, so when he told me who was all on the bill, mm-hmm. I instantly looked you up. Right, <laughs> cause that's what I do. I be like shit, and I reached out to you. Mm, you played my room. Absolutely, fun time. Right, fun time. Thank you, yeah. thank you. But you Shout played my room. But I, I wish that I could have, you know, had you on as a, you know, one of my Feet, scheduled yeah. performers. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, you came and you did well, man. It's like. I don't know. I, I always like when I I reached out to you. We had a conversation on the phone. 
I mean, kudos to that. You know, he's a down to earth guy, but this dude been doing work, work, been putting in work. work. I mean, work. I mean, you he worked, he traveled. He been with big names. He tore up stages. It's like he played places that's on my bucket list. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I mean, if y'all don't know who Desmond Turner is, look this brother up. On you, you, they can find you on YouTube, right? Yes, you can find me on YouTube. It's um, Turner House Productions on YouTube as well. And um, I don't post most most of my stand up. Right. Over, so yeah. If you, if you want to see some of my stand up, but why Instagram, don't you? Because I have this thing. I'll tell you what. On on hold on real quick. Because if you're posting on Instagram and everything else and on TikTok, you might as well put it on YouTube because they have shorts. Yeah. So yeah. as long as you can edit, you know how to edit. Yeah. We'll get yeah. we can get into that too. Yeah. But you know what I mean. So so why don't you? So you're right. I I should post on the shorts. So what I what I started doing is I will post um, as y'all seen. I post a little small clips of my stand up, maybe thirty seconds to a minute. Right. Um, and try to get people to to come out and stuff. So I don't. Yep. I don't post any full sets. Yep. Except for. Maybe like my Laugh Factory set, okay. which that I was like after I performed at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. I what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. They do talk about. He gonna casually just drop. First of all, let me let 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 me just say this. Let me just say this. Look, and and, and I told people when I had people on the show, like right. Look, you know, like, after I did, I, I used to host a show at Grown Ups. It was a little bar. Yeah. And people used to come through. And uh, the owners used to come to me like, yeah, we got to have him again. And this, that, and other. And I'm like, look, yeah, but some people we ain't going to have again. Like, you know, like, certain people is like, these are major right. touring comics. Right, and right, they right. And they coming through. And I would like to say they only coming through because... They doing it out of love for me because I asked them to. Right, right, right. But you ain't going to see these people again. <laughs> like, they not going to just be, oh, what you doing? Come on up to Grown Up. No, these cats is touring. This this brother been touring. Right, right. Hilar- I mean, he, he, he named all my bucket list places to tour. You know, I'm only in the game like a little bit over two years. Mm. This, this, guy is, this cat is heavy to me. That's he's heavy. He's been at places. He's worked with people. He's very modest. As you can see, he's yeah. modest. Yeah, he's driving. He just thinks he's casual <laughs> shit. He's casual shit. He's like, yeah, I was at the Laugh Factory. Factory in Hollywood, you know. <laughs> like I performed at the Apollo, oh, at the Comedy <laughs> Store, and uh, yeah, you know. But that's dope. So you guys, great. You, you posted that whole, so do you still do that whole bit? Um, I do I do some of it. Okay, so good. what yeah. I was doing after I performed there is I, I started, because it was only... They only allowed you a three-minute set. Okay, yeah. So what I started doing is I was like, well, I'm just going to record it for myself. Right. And then I'll sell it. So that's what I did. Okay. And I just was selling it for $5 and stuff like that just because. So hold on. How were you able to sell your set for $5? So what I did was. I um I didn't post it publicly or anything like that. I had the video on my phone. Okay. So I announced that I was selling it for five dollars. Posted it on Instagram, Facebook, and stuff like that. Look at you. And if you Venmo me or if you uh, PayPal me the five dollars, then I send you the set. Okay. Directly. Dope. And Entrepreneur. So, right. Yeah. And so yeah. People, people were sending me the money, and then I just kept sending them the set. Dope. Back and they will watch it and I said give your honest critique on it whatever right, right. you want and um, I got mostly good feedback on it okay. so that's, that's what I did uh, as far as that okay dope so I just learned I was like maybe I shouldn't post my full thing on there yeah unless um, I'm gonna do like um, a special or it's material that I'm just probably not gonna use again right 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 yeah, it's, yeah. but it's tough because it's like so Speaking of specials, so how much material do you you know have as far as like you could do like an hour? Um, I can do close to an hour. Okay. See, my issue is I want an hour to be completely funny all the way. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes 
sometimes you know during the hour you'll have those which i don't i also don't mind this either sometimes during the hour you'll have those parts during the special where you're just kind of talking and right, right. telling real stuff, which I don't mind doing that at all. Yeah. But I also want to make sure my hour is good. Right. So, so basically, like, on an hour special, let's just talk about that. Let's just break down, like, the majority of the hour specials. Yeah. The majority of the hour specials we see are really not actually hour specials. I 45 mean, minutes. 45 minutes, maybe even 30, because some of it is, like, just, like, behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. Showing you where you from, yeah, where you come from, how you grew up, yeah, your experiences. You talking about yourself, maybe visiting your old high school or something like that, maybe, mm-hmm. right? And just people just talking about their experience through the, you know, how they enjoy the show, and then you got your material and things like that. Um, you've been doing comedy for how long? Seven years. Seven years, and this brother thirty years old. Seven years, right? Old. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, who who were some of your comedic influences? coming up like at what point or who did you watch and you said i wanted to do comedy like who were some of your comedic before you even start doing comedy who were some of your comedic influences martin lawrence okay that's a good good one one. that's a good one that's a good one so i was i was born in 1993 so so the martin show came out in 92. <laughs> I was so, supposed to graduate in 93, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I graduated in 96, baby. Go ahead, I was born in 93. The Martin Show came out in 92. So from what I remember as a kid is watching Martin week in and week out. Every, All right. And then <laughs> once it just became in syndication, I'm watching it every single day. First of, all, first of all, let me just say this. When Martin came out, I was in high school. When Martin came out, I think he came on at like 8 or 8.30. Yep. The streets was clear. <laughs> True story. The streets was clear. People was in the house watching Martin. The streets was clear. When Martin came on, the streets was clear because they was watching Martin. They would go in and watch Martin, and, and then after Martin went on, on to the other scheduled activity. Like, everybody that was out active during that time, like young, in my house. age, it was in the house watching Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had some iconic characters and moments. Shout out to Martin Lawrence. Yeah, to me, he, he's to a Martin goat Lawrence. of my lifetime. Shout out to Martin he's Lawrence. He's definitely one of the goats of my lifetime. All the movies I've seen him in. Yeah. You kidding movies, me? his shows, yeah. his characters, and everything. And his comedy. I mean, and the Def Jam, come on, man. Yeah, one of one of the things I noticed about one of uh, uh, Martin Lawrence, uh, his show, he took like recipes from other shows before him that worked. Like him and Pam getting into it, yeah, was like a you know a new version of Fred and Esther. <laughs> Martin kicking people out of his apartment. Get the stepping. George Jefferson. George Jefferson was always kicking people out. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, he took episodes. He, he took like see, special. You rep- see his memory? I tell yeah. you, he's a fuck. Yeah. It's, it's a goddamn superpower. You know, <laughs> well, it's it's funny because when Martin, um, and when I was in elementary school, it was this it was this girl in my class, right? And I used I would watch Martin every day and study the jokes that he used on Pam so I could use them in school. <laughs> so I'm like writing them down on my hand. Like when he, anything he called her, I'm like, I'm like, let me just write down a certain part that make me remember this joke. And I was mm-hmm. trying to use those jokes in school. So he was like really the first comedian that I saw that I was like, man, this guy's hilarious. And then it just helped even better because he was hosting Def Comedy Jam. We right. Had a lot of Def Comedy Jam tapes. Right. Right. So not only am I watching him on the TV show, but I'm watching him come out and kill the crowd every segment on Def Comedy Jam. Every and time. Then introducing new comedians and stuff. Right. Right. Uh, another thing, like I wanted to, you know, give Martin his his uh, flowers. To me, like for all the other shows. And Nickelodeon and Walt Disney, like they took from Martin. This is what they took from Martin: the flared nostrils, 
No, you can pour it up there if you yeah. want. <laughs> the flared nostrils. Yeah, the flared nostrils, the, the, the little underbite, the little face that they made. Like, when he was like, excuse me. <laughs> and, he, and he had his nostrils and the underbite flared and shit. They took, you know, he changed that face for comedy. He did that. You know, I, and, and I'm right, observing. Right, right, right. As far as the look. As far as that look, that yeah, flared yeah, nostril yeah, and that yeah, look, yeah, yeah. that face, that, you know, yeah. everybody from Disney to Nickelodeon, that's so Raven, Orlando yeah, right. Brown, all those cats <laughs> under him. Uh, even even Steven, what's my man's name? Played in Transformers. Even Steven, white boy. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. He, he used that technique, the flared nostrils and yeah. that face that Martin did when he was like, you know, like, excuse me, and flared his nostrils and did it. They used that. Hey, I ain't seen that until Martin did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I want to give props for props too. He changed the game for comedy in that way. I mean, even if you feel like if that's a little part, Martin is a goat he's in, in s- that way. He's in some of my all-time movies, Boomerang, and then Bad Boys. Mm. Bad Boys. Bad Boys and all that stuff. You yeah. know, Martin changed the game. He changed. I, I was the Martin. Ca- the game. I was the Martin yeah. character, basically, because me and my buddy were gonna grow up. And go and be DEA agents, undercover narcotics, just like them. And he was the more Will Smith, and I was the Martin Lawrence yeah. character. Look at you. Hello! <laughs> Obviously, you know, so, yeah. yeah. Shout out. So, him shout and out who Martin. else? Who else was your influence? Like, even local. Like, if Do you, you have, have any Martin. local influences? Local influences? Um, no. I won't. I don't. I don't want to say no, but I watch a lot of local guys that um, that I really do like that right. are really enjoyable. So I'm gonna just give you a few. Yeah, yeah. You ain't gotta put I, anybody out. You know, I'm just because we can name a bunch of motherfuckers like, yeah. like all time. So Martin, of course. Right. And I had Richard Pryor. Yeah, there you Richard go. Richard Pryor loved him. Um, Bernie Mac and Dave Chappelle. Of course, and um, I have like Eddie Griffin. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Eddie Griffin, and um, it, it's mostly it's a lot of comics that started way back then. Way but, back then, that's um, in our yeah. era. Well, Thank yeah. you, appreciate I mean, it. A lot of all right, that you're naming all then. the good ones. I'm t- <laughs> but then there's there's one that I feel like people uh, kind of sleep on. Who? And give names. Dion Cole. Deion Cole is... Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah, I loved his last special. Yeah. Oh, it was real good. It's, it's crazy because when I first started comedy, um, like I had I had watched a lot of stuff on him. And the reason why I watched a lot of stuff on him is because, one, I found him funny, and two, we both talked slow as hell. <laughs> so I watched a lot of his stuff, and I said, there's, there's no way I'm talking as fast as the rest of these comedians talk. You're hilarious. And I, and I looked at him, and I'm like, yo, he talks as slow as I do. Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> not slower. So I'm like, man. Great I observation. I mean, to, to be honest with you, man, when I call you on the phone, in my mind, I'd be yeah, like, he don't know how to silence it. Hey, Justin, why don't you shut up? Right but on anyway, cue. Like, <laughs> it was right on cue. <laughs> call you on my phone. <laughs> Listen, when, when, when he call, when I call him on my phone, I'd be like, damn, I just got on the phone with Gerard Carmichael. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I like I like him too. He's I, funny. I mean, yeah. Shout out to Gerard Carmichael. I'm like sure. shit. Like, yeah. like it's only, it's only a couple of people I know personally that talk slow like that. And, and shout out to my aunt. She talks mm-hmm. very slow. <laughs> she called me like the phone ring, and I'd be like, "Oh shoot, this ain't Merlin." <laughs> oh, I'd be like, "Hello." I know I got to give it a minute. She'd be like, "Corey." <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> cool, man. And she she talks really slow. And Mace, Mace, uh, they used to be with Puffy. Uh, Not his rapping, shit. but when he talked, I'm about to say that's my dude too. And Mace is cool, yeah. and you know, and this brother here. I mean, he's a slower talker, mm-hmm. but but you know, it's, it's I'll it's, tell you what, his personality changes when he gets on stage. That's what I was about to say. Like <laughs> he's a slow, you know, like talking to him. His talking voice is slower, man. But when he's on stage, it's like, 
who is this dude, man? I'm like, I, I be forgetting he gets that bad on stage sometimes. Yeah, he gets busy. Talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, he's so calm. It's like somebody turned on a switch, like, right? And he like, shit. It, it just be a lot of things that I be, you know, I, I want to say and get off my chest and stuff like that, you know. So, like I told you, when I first started, or when I first started going to open mics and stuff, I watched a lot of the local comics that I liked. Um, you know, some of them embraced me, like John Bruton and stuff. John, John Bruton. John, John Bruton. Um, um, John, like I said, John Armstrong. John, John Armstrong. Him was really John, John Armstrong. Cool. One guy who always embraces me and still embraces me, like I love this dude to death, is Dave Flint. Shout out to Dave Flint. Like, I don't know. Shout out to Dave Flint. Well, I, I, Dave Flint. I'm Flint. Very, you, you know. You, you coming up next? Yeah. Call Dave, me. Dave Flint is hilarious. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's one guy. He came uh, He came to one show I was performing in Lakewood. It was probably like my second LBT? year doing comedy. No, it was actually, I think it might have been a booked showcase or something okay. like that. But he came to one show I was doing out there. And he watched me. He came up to me after the show. He said, "He said, yo, you my favorite new comic. Because he was like, I think you got it, man. Dope. The stuff you say on stage, yeah. he's like, I think you got it, man. Ever since then, me and him have been cool because he's just been nothing but nice. Right, you know? right, yeah. Here he, he go another thing. You know, this is a, just a personal observation, Dave Flint. This is a message straight to you. <laughs> um I mess with your comedy. Like I said, I'm a student of the game. I, I look at everybody and I check out everybody. And when I was like, yo, Dave, come do my showcase, he was like, oh, I might not be able to do it. But I want to do the podcast. You know, like, let me do the podcast. Like, yo, when, when you going to do the podcast? And I'm like, yo, Dave, like, come do this show. He was like, he was like, eh. But yeah, man, I'm trying to do that podcast, though. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Dave, he, and shout out to Dave Flint, man. I love Dave Flint. He's, he's particular, man. So yeah, shout out to Dave Flint. You get him on this podcast, he'll run wild. Okay. He'll, he'll do your show afterwards, but he'll run wild on this podcast. Like, Dave got a lot to say. So that, that's what's Shout up. out to Dave. So, uh, what made you, like, first want to get on stage? Like, because you know, I always sit, I remember, like, for years, you know, I'm, I'm old getting in the game, obviously, but years I'd watch stand-up, I'm like, I'd love to do that, but that's that's not me. I can't do that shit. I got to work. I got kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, never was a thought until two, three, well, we'll say about three years ago, whatever the case. So what yeah. made you want to get into this shit? It was it was pretty much the same. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan of comedy. I always, I won't say I studied it as much. Like, I studied it when I started. I mean, I don't really but, study it. I just watch it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, at first, I was just, like, watching. You know, yeah. I was watching because I was big fan of comedy. I knew all my f favorite comedians who I wanted to watch and everything. So, I watched that. And then I was like, you know what? Um, I was like, I, I feel like I can do this, but I wasn't sure. So, it was like just doing skits with my friends until, like, you know, I had a family and stuff like that. But right. then, like, I was, like, 22 years old, almost 23. I had lost my job and stuff, and I'm just sitting at home. And I'm like, you know what? Now is the time. I'm like, I love okay. comedy. I'm like, I might as well just try to give it a, you know, try to right. give it a go. So I just looked around. And I didn't even know that you had to particularly start at, like open mics and stuff I right you could just walk into a club and they had like sort of amateur night and you do that so okay i did this workshop at the cleveland improv because like i was out of a job my wife was the only one working for like a couple of months okay i'm just at home with our child right. and I'm like i gotta do something so i contacted the people who ran the workshop a guy named dave swenson runs it i remember right? dave swenson shout yeah. out to dave swenson so you, um, what you do is, well, what I did is I reached out to him and there was only one spot left. So for that spot, um, or for any spot, I don't know if the price is still the same, but right. you have to pay like $230 or something like that, somewhere around that ballpark, $230, right. $240. And um, you'll, get, you'll get four Saturdays before the show. 
and that four Saturdays you meet at noon every Saturday and he'll tell you about the business he'll tell you how to structure jokes um, you'll be able to get up on the stage it'll just be you and the people that are in your workshop right right at that at that time yeah. so it'll just be you the people in your workshop and Dave so you'll get up on stage and you'll say some of the jokes that you came up with Dave will critique them Dave will tell you no maybe you shouldn't say that that's a little bit too far or maybe you should add this to it and he'll do that you'll go through that four Saturdays in a row and stuff and then after the final Saturday he'll tell you be ready on Wednesday because you have your five minutes set okay. invite people to the show because they can get the tickets for two dollars they mention your name at the box office so with it being like 10 people in there everybody should invite you know, probably like five to six people right, right, or something right. like that. And then you promote it or whatever. So my first show was like 200 people. Wow. Damn, okay. Yeah. For you or just period? Uh, Just period. Okay. Just period. I had like, I want to say I had like 10 people. Come. Okay, shit. Dope. 10 to 12. Yeah. I don't know, but um, yeah. So my first show was like 200 people. Now, the issue... For me, during that time, was I was super nervous, mm -hmm. mm. and the final, the final Saturday, Dave was able to hear everybody's sets that they were going to perform on Wednesday, except for mine, because mm. I didn't have anything prepared. Like, yeah, I didn't have anything <laughs> prepared. Like, wow. I was nervous. Okay. Wow. Nothing felt funny to me, uh. and I just wasn't sure. So he was like, well, Wednesday's the show, you know, you got to be ready. So right. what I did is I was, I was, I worked on the set for like, I worked on the set. How Sunday. long was the set? It's five minutes. Five minutes. So I, I worked on it Sunday and Monday. <laughs> it's worth, but it was like a minute something, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked on it Sunday and Monday, but it didn't feel funny. So the night before, um, like on Tuesday, uh, I'm up writing and stuff, just going over stuff. Um, you know, my wife and my son, they're asleep, and I'm just up in the in the other room by myself just writing till mm. like 2 in the morning. Did you have a comb or a brush? <laughs> um, Is your microphone? No. <laughs> <You didn't use> <laughs> no. Okay. I just it was just me sitting in the room with a notebook and I'm just reading over it and over it and over uh. it. So like I train myself that when you do or when you perform a set or something or you're getting ready to perform a set, you make sure you go over it and over and over it till it's the only thing in your head. Write it out. Yeah. So write it out. I and and I wasn't I wasn't good with you know how some people do the bullet points and yeah, stuff? Yeah, no. I, I wasn't good with the bullet points. Mm -hmm. I had to write the Word for out. word, baby. Exactly. <laughs> word for word. How I, how I said. Word how I for word. Out, and I did that. And I wrote it out. And I'm up. And I'm like, I hope this is good. I hope this is good. And I read over it um, that night. Like silently recorded on my phone. Mm -hmm. And it came out to like. Four minutes and like thirty some seconds. So I said, "This is good." That's enough. perfect, really. Yeah. So I was like, "This is good enough." And um, I did the show the next day. And after I got off stage, everybody in my class was surprised. They was like, "Wow!" Wow. They was like, "We didn't know you were gonna be ready." Like right, you right, said right. You didn't Man, have that's dope. Saturday. So yeah. Yeah. Shout out to crazy. that. Yeah. That's dope. Like you know, to me, like as an early comic. It's amazing how you could be held hostage by five minutes, oh, like for oh, a week or two weeks like at a, a time. Yeah. yeah, like for two weeks, if you know that you're going to do five minutes, that five minutes can hold you hostage for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it can. And, and one time, you know, I, I'm a I'm a trucker, and I recorded my sets. I was practicing over and in my head, and I thought I nailed it. I recorded it, and I'm a real silly dude. <laughs> I had my set and I'm like, yeah, I did it. I timed it just right. <laughs> and for some reason, I don't know what was going on in my Apple phone, 
but it played back slow. (laughs) And that shit was like, (laughs) and I was like, this shit is funnier than my original set. (laughs) I was dying at that shit. But yeah, I I remember those days where, you know, well, first of all, Justin was talking about, and Pete, shout out to Pete. Shout out to Pete. Rest in power, Pete. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, people used to come in the in the funny stop. <laughs> this is what Pete used to do. Pete used to be like, "You see Steve Harvey? <laughs> he started here in my club. <laughs> John Hinton started here in my club, and I'll be by." He'd be like, "You see Cool C?" I'm like, "Damn, here we go." <laughs> cool C. First time, two, two minutes. I'm like, you going to tell everybody this, man? Like, he did two minutes. Yeah, he didn't last the five. Have you ever seen Kill Tony? No, I don't think I have. It's on YouTube, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. He he actually was from Youngstown. I thought he started in Youngstown, but he actually moved from Youngstown and started in L.A., I believe. I didn't know he was an Ohio native. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... He uh, he has a podcast, Kill Tony. It was basically an open mic. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's gotten huge. He has a couple regulars on his shit, but they all were open micers, and they go out and they do a minute, and that's where you see oh, people wow. die a slow death in yeah. a minute. And you know, so five minutes. You know what I mean? Like you were saying, three minutes. Uh, the laugh factory. Yeah, laugh factory. We, we went to a helium in Buffalo. Shout out to helium in Buffalo. Shout out to helium Buffalo, and we did three minutes there. Like when we showed up, I didn't know. I thought we were gonna do five. Yeah, and they were like three, and I was like, "Fuck!" We had to cut, I write cut my down, shit. cut down our routine to like three minutes. I write, five. I write my shit in five minute chunks. So you said four thirty. The first time I went on stage, I wrote for five. You know, wow. I mean, I was like, it, you, "I'm going." You, you, you know, know what, what I mean? You know, to, to speak on our helium experience, I think, and I'm not being biased or anything. <laughs> we had a pretty good performance. Yeah, we kind of rocked that well, shit. Yeah, we had you a good performance. I mean? It was cool because we went up. Uh, Almost what a year, two years, a year ago, a year ago, yeah. almost a year ago. It's my dad's went. birthday. Y- your son, September seventh, yeah, your dad's birthday. Yep. Your son was there. My my son, we went to because we were we had to drive through by through Erie to get to Buffalo, so we yeah. picked my son up at my parents' house, and we went to fucking Buffalo, and we yeah we rocked it, man, for the night. We we met some few people who had a open mic afterwards. Yeah, because Jesse, because to me to me like. All right, I kind of like my brain. I'm, I might be on. I, I, I know I'm on the spectrum, but even with warehouses, it's like, like when you work you at warehouses, <laughs> no, 100%. You, you could go to other warehouses and be like, could. "Oh shit, you Justin, <laughs> right?" Of this warehouse, though, not 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 my warehouse, but you Justin of this warehouse, right? So right. when we went to Buffalo, yep. we went to this place called Milky's. Milky's. Shout out Milky's. to Milky's. Shout out to Milky's. And Milky's was Buffalo's version of LVT. LVT it was like all a, day. What do you call it? Like all a, day. what do you call a universe? It's like an alternative version of the other universe. Yeah. Like, yeah. The multiverse. Multiverse. But you know, Milky's was LVT. LVT of 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 Lake of Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So we went to, uh, you know, Milky's, and we, we did that. and then we But it was cool because we met comics at Helium, and, you know, shout, once again, the Cool C's special power and ability. He spoke to the one dude, and he's like, yeah, I got an open mic. It's over here. We'll, we're a bunch of us are going there after this show's over, and this and that. We'll get you up early so you can drive back to Cleveland. And that's what oh, happened. That dude, it was dope as shit. And I'm like, this was a cool fucking trip. You know what yeah, I mean? It was cool overnight. Trip. It was on a Wednesday. We just drove up there and right back. You and know that, what I'm saying? That's how you that's how you network with comedians. Right, man. right. That's how, you know, you pretty much do things with comedians. Because we are, like, when you go to other states, you're in the, you're in the stage of discovering each other. Right, you know I mean? yeah. So See? You discover somebody else, you're like, okay, I like this person or I like them. I'd like to have them back. And then, right. you know, you try to keep them in mind, keep in touch through Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Yeah, that's, it's, it's dope when you can do things like that. Speaking on that, though, you like you said, different people. Like, a lot of problem with comedians who start out when you, you know, have a problem repeating themselves and doing the same set and yeah. doing that and this yeah. and that. But you have to keep in mind that 
Nobody knows who the fuck you are. Exactly. Nobody's seen your shit. That was a major issue. <laughs> that was a major issue I had. My, 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 uh, one of my biggest issues when I first started comedy was I was writing a new set for every, every week. Yes. Which yeah. is, hold on. For, for every show. Wasn't was terrible new, because you got material. Yeah. Out of it. Yeah, I'm I, I mean, I, I got yeah, I got a lot of material out of it, but the thing is, I never developed the jokes that I wrote. Yeah. I thought, I thought, oh man, I performed this, so now I got to do up something with a new. new yeah, and yeah. So I'm writing new stuff for every show, right? And I'm stressing myself out because I'm trying to remember all everything. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, and, and, and I agree with that wholeheartedly because Justin, know when I first start performing, yep. I hated doing the same shit. I hated it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was coming out yeah. with new shit, and it was like, I just wanted to come out with new shit. But, you know, it was certain people that grounded me. Justin was one of them. Yeah. Justin was like, man, you got to come out with your material. You got to have your material. I'm like, F that. I used to bring <laughs> props to the stage. I wore yeah. teeth. I just wanted to laugh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just wanted the laugh for that moment. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of stuff. I was like, okay, that didn't work so well. Let me move on. Let me try something else. That didn't work. Oh, I'm going to try something else. That didn't work. I'm going to try something else. And then, you know, with, with some of our guests, you know, shout out to Joe Byers. Shout out to Joe Byers. Hot breath. Have you, you ever heard of Hot Breath, Joe Byers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's his water up there. Yeah, right there. He he has a podcast as well. Yeah, check out he's on the set. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's he's out of Atlanta. Zoom. And yeah. just just to, just just imagine this. This is my version of Joe Byers, the Atlanta Atlanta comedy scene. Just think about it. Yep. Yeah. Chico being uh, fuck you mean what's his name? DC Young Fly. DC yep, Young Fly. Yep. Everybody out of Atlanta. And he's yeah. been doing it for 12 years. So he's been in all all these rooms and different rooms. And yeah. he's okay. Many a, a white boy with Lego hair. Lego hair. <laughs> I gotta look him up. Look him up. He's, white boy with Lego he's, hair. He's cool as shit, man. He's mm -hmm. he's he's spitting game. We had him on the podcast. This out of Atlanta. Episode. Out of Atlanta. He's he's in Tucker, Georgia, I think, is where he's, he's from. But, okay. yeah, he's, he does so, a lot so, of shit around so that time. The reason why I brought him up because he was telling me, and, and I'm talking to myself, and I'm going to also tell you, I don't know if you even thought about this. I mean, I'm just saying it because, to me, you're a veteran in the game. You know, you're 30, mm -hmm. I'm 48, but in the game of comedy, you're the veteran. Yep. He, he, he told us, like, don't try to always come up with new material. He said, don't scrap. Your old material. Just think, think of ways to critique it or, or yeah, make do it more better. with it. Like make yeah. it better. Like and that's what he was saying. And that, and the, you know, Justin, uh, Joe Byers and stuff. It's like, okay, it, it takes me a minute sometimes because I told you. I mean, I ain't even joking. I think I'm on, I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> I, 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 matter of fact, I know I'm on the spectrum. Yeah. And one of the, one one of the ways that made me realize, if you didn't realize if. if you have children, and if you have kids, right. and this is the way I always explain it to people. Like when you have a kid, and let's just say I'm red, and your your, your significant other is blue, mm -hmm. you could pick out all the red stuff your son is doing. <laughs> like, oh, that's me all day. I, I recognize that. I know that's yeah. for me. Yeah. And you could say, oh, that's your mom. That's that blue all shit. All day, all day. I recognize you. You got that from her. But that purple shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that purple yeah. shit. Yeah. You be like, what the fuck? Where you yeah. get that from? You didn't get that from me or her. I, that purple shit is something different. But, but what I'm saying is like, you know, like learning curves and things like that. Okay, that's that's me because that was me in school. I could read. I could read. Reading and comprehending is different. Right. I could read words, but me remembering stuff that I don't really uh i'm not interested in it's like going out exactly. the window that's yeah. like yeah yeah i should have been well we when i was coming up it was called ld <laughs> learning disability <laughs> i should have been at ld <laughs> because if it was i mean I, I admire the people that can read a book and take a test that wasn't me i can admire the people that take good notes yeah, that wasn't me were you easily distracted though Easily distracted, but if you tell if you tell me something, 
I got in trouble and I got phone calls from school because this is a true story. People used to call my mom or my dad and be like, look, Cordell's looking out the window. He's not paying attention. That's because Cordell don't give a fuck about school like most kids. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but the, here go the catcher. I, I can show you the message on Facebook. It was a brother that sent me a message. Be like, He literally said, how was you sleep in all the classes and, and aced all your tests? <laughs> <laughs> it was because it was like I didn't learn like reading and put a book in front of me and tell me to take a test <sighs> but if you was doing lectures and I was paying attention I ain't have to be looking at you to be paying attention right, I was doing right. stuff I was I was the dude that was permanent right. graffiti on a desk oh, okay. that was me create you had a um you got a creative mind and you your creative mind with your memory, it helps uh, it helps fill your memory. Your creative mind helps fill your memory. So it's kind of like things that you want to hear or want to listen to, you're going to remember that mm -hmm. all the time. But if you don't care about it or if it's presented the wrong way, you're like, ah, whatever, man. And that's, I mean, that's kind of how I was. Like, I... I enjoyed school, but I enjoyed school because I got to be a class clown. But I also knew <laughs> that I had to crack down on my stuff because my mom was going to be on my ass. So that that like, part, that yeah. part. Man, I was a third child, man. I asked coasted through school with B's and C's. It's like, and I brought A's. They were like, oh, good job. It was yeah. easy as shit. I never brought a book home. I had two books. I used to take another book, leave it in my locker, leave one at, you know, at home. Yeah. Barely needed to use it, you know what I'm saying? But it was one of those things. It was just, yeah, man. Here go another mm -hmm. thing that I noticed about myself. And and and, and, and people Kanye, don't care about school. <laughs> Kanye helped me realize that. Yeah, I'm on the spectrum. I know for a fact <laughs> I'm on the spectrum because sound and things have taste. Yeah, no. We we had that we had that conversation. Yeah, like music has taste and sound. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they ain't normal. <laughs> I know that shit ain't normal. Uh, uh, you know, like you know my famous clip. Yeah, yeah, your famous clip. Like you, like that. All oh, that sounds like pussy, but <laughs> sounds, slow music sounds like pussy to me. <laughs> but I was saying, like you know, like a lot, of, a lot of Roy Ayer songs sounds like you know, in, smells like incense and shit. Yeah, that's no. And, and, and I, I could go deeper into my my shit, but I don't. You know, I don't right. want to, but I can. But no, nah, that's the certain certain lights. Certain lights taste like cherry, so fuck it. Okay, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> All right, certain lights uh, taste like cherry. Likes feet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Who likes feet? I hate feet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't stand feet. I'm just kidding. I hate feet. Don't bring your feet near me. I don't care how fine you are. Yeah, totally fuck your nasty. feet. That's right. Socks all day, bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 okay. All right, like you know, I'm gonna have to say it because this guy is obviously modest as hell. He played improvs. He played um, uh, hilarities. He played. He did shows with Ha Ha David. He did shows with LOL. Not LOL, but um, I've done shows with her. She's cool as hell. <laughs> Shout out to LOL Brielle. Shout out to LOL Brielle. Getting notifications. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I was talking about um, Just Hilarious. No. Not yep. Just Hilarious? Yeah, I did a show with her. Okay, Just Hilarious. Two shows. We actually did two shows. We Shout out. Because he's not going to do it. <laughs> I just want I just want y'all to know the magnitude of comedian this guy is because he's not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to have to do it because he's like really modest and laid back. And uh, one, one thing I want to ask you though, because you see, <clears throat> that's the one thing I get lost in. Like everybody, like I've never been focused on one thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a scattered goddamn brain. You say you, you study, you know, like uh, you say you study comedy. How do you, how do you, how do you so you watch like, how people structure shit. Like, how do you study this shit? Because, I mean, I watch it. Uh, maybe I'm studying as I'm watching, so I'm trying to see what what the same thing, you know what I mean? Because I'll give you an example of what I'm saying. Because we, we even came out with that as far as, like, delivery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. eye presence. All that shit. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So okay. It, it's a few things. So, 
delivery, eye presence, like when you're on stage. Like looking at people yeah. and actually trying to make contact with exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're on stage, like scanning the crowd as you're telling it, you know, I got certain jokes where I point to certain people and they could be talking at that moment, you know? Right. I point to certain people and they'll look up and they'll be like, okay, now they're in tune with the joke. So delivery, eye presence, um, I learned how to walk back and forth on the stage. Okay, so, yeah, without so, being too busy. Yeah, because yeah, I, I so, used to pace. I used to play yeah. with the chord. I'm OCD. Yeah, yeah. oh, he was big yeah. on fucking this <laughs> shit. <laughs> I did that my very like my very first show. I did that, but my um, like my first few shows, I would do that. So it's important that you know you walk back and forth on the stage. You know, you talk to the audience and stuff, and you deliver your jokes. I also learned um, how to use... Well, it, it also depends on your style of comedy, right, too. So, right. um, how to how to fill time a little bit. Okay, So, yeah. sometimes after mm. I deliver jokes, I'm silent for a second. Okay. I'm walking back and forth, and then I get into the next thing. Let the laughter die down, get into the next thing. Um, it's also... I'm not saying this is important, but what you can do and what I've found worked for me a couple of times is I'll watch um, not full specials, but just a couple comedy clips on mute. Watch mm, them on mute. Okay. And then you watch. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. You watch how they go back and forth on the stage and how they deliver and stuff like that. Right. And then you can implement that into your stuff like, okay going back and forth on stage, right, right. engaging with the audience a little bit, but not too much. Right. Like you do it, you pull yourself back. Some audience members may chime in and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's... Uh... And, then, <laughs> and then you just go from there. So that's that's kind of how I studied comedy, was just like, I was like, okay, now I got to learn how to... Present it? Yeah, present it. Because okay. if the presentation is right then they're more bound to laugh. Right. You know, so right, right, right. so I look at the delivery techniques and I look at different things and, like, I watch... I mean, I watch every comedian, how they deliver things and how they do certain things, and then you're like, okay, I can implement this delivery style right. or this thing into mine and then just make sure you're, like, engaging with the audience. So... And I'm not even saying engaging with the audience as in talking to them. Just right, engaging just, with them as far as going back and forth and letting them know, like, hey, I'm doing Hi, this. I'm yeah. up to So, so what's your, what's your, what's your uh, theory on, like, crowd work? Like, do you do a lot of crowd work? I used to do a lot of crowd work. Um, what it, it depends on who you are. So right. if you feel like you want to do crowd work, then by all means, do it. Yeah. Now... What works is you My. can you can um, involve the crowd in certain jokes that you tell, mm -hmm. and it helps them relate more. Right. So I do a joke uh, about relationships and stuff where I talk about how I don't like cuddling, and I involve <laughs> both women and men in that. Right. Because the men can relate, the men can relate to that. To that joke yeah because i talk about how i don't like it we don't know what to do with our other arm and stuff like that when right. we're holding our ladies <laughs> sorry when we're holding our ladies you know when we're going to bed and stuff so men can relate to that because they think like oh man like i right. do have this problem. yeah yeah, yeah. we've all been stuff, there right? yeah yeah and so and then while i'm delivering that i'm also giving the ladies a perspective into how men are feeling right and stuff Thinking, like yeah that. right right so that gives the audience a chance to chime in. Right. And a lot of times what I get is I do get women chiming in like, oh, no, you you wrong for that. You should want to hold your lady. Right. You should want to do this right. and stuff. So I do get that. So and it's, Have you prepared, like, responses because you get it so much? Because um, some comedians, like, they, they get, like, responses so many times. They, they're yeah. able to come back, like, with everything. Like So I, I've prepared responses before but then you know it's usually happen in the moment yeah yeah it, every, it's not, everything it's is different it's not always the same and then i usually get the same reaction from the women they usually say oh you're wrong <laughs> right or, right right or 
I didn't know he was feeling this way or something like that. Right. It's never nothing negative when you're going back and forth. Right. Or something like Because I don't leave. Me personally, I don't believe I leave the room. Hostile. Uh, yeah. I don't think I leave it in the room for, for you to say anything negative. So yeah. So you yeah, go back yeah. and forth. It's just something lighthearted and, and fun. Right, right. To where the women like, oh, you're an asshole. Right, right. But this is funny. I like this. Yeah. And then the men, they're kind of like, yo, I agree with you. But I, I ain't gonna say that. Shit. Yeah, 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 I yeah, still, yeah. So that's why sometimes I'll point to the to the man. I'll be like, "Get off your chest, man!" Like, yeah, like, get off your chest. Right. And a lot of men do. They'd be like, "Yeah, I don't be wanting to cuddle every night." Like, you know. So it's kind of like that. So that's right. why I study comedy. I study the delivery. I study how they move back and forth on stage. Cause like, just watch your your favorite comedians. Cause mm-hmm. Your favorite comedians are your favorite comedians for, for a reason. Right? Right. 100%. So, good, good shit. So when you watch what they do on stage, you're like, oh, okay, I can use some of this. Like I said, mine is Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Yep. You, I'm not going to be as animated as Martin. <laughs> right. But if you just watch his stuff and how he paces back and forth on stage and stuff, how he talks... And how he delivers to the audience and how he engages you. Right. Like, oh, if I use this, now it's getting people engaged. Into, yeah, now it's right. getting people engaged. Now people are looking up, they're listening and stuff. Right. And so that's kind of what I use to my advantage and just try to deliver the best I can. Yeah, y'all, no, you do. Yeah, like some people uh, feel like, you know, crowd work. People do crowd work because they don't have no material. Yeah, it's um, filler. In it, a sense, it's filler because you. You, you gotta. Know, I mean, none. I mean, it's gotta be in the moment. Is what I'm saying. I, I feel like it's in the moment, and I feel like that's a muscle that you 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 should work on. It's a filler, though. It, yeah. it, it's a filler, but it, it's. I don't know if it's something you gotta have, but it's something that you wanna be. It's personable. Yeah, you gotta wanna do it though. It's you know some, what I mean? It's something that you wanna be like sharp on. What like, I'm what I'm saying is like this is why I harp on it because we only get like when we going out we doing five minutes unless we're doing yeah. a showcase. Yeah, we have time. We can stretch it. Then mm-hmm. you can do crowd work because you have some yeah. material. You can go out. Hey, how's everybody doing? Hey, what's up? How you doing? What's up? You know, blah blah yeah. blah. But when we're doing shows, sometimes we got. This much time. Exactly. I ain't going out there saying hi. How you? No, I'm coming yeah. out with my shit. You know, that's I, I, I get it. That's but, all but I'm see, saying. On, on my oh, okay, and I get that, and that makes sense. Yeah. But in my opinion, it's like, you know, it's the difference between people being there live and watching you on TV. If you're watching on TV, that. you're not you're not going to you know. But if you there at a show, that's what I'm saying. If you if I paid money. To be at your show, I want you to look at me. But if you're on a big, big stage, is what I'm saying. I'm just, even though you're on a big, big stage, you know people. You know people are gonna be like saying some shit, like shouting out some stuff. Or I mean, yeah. in the be- yeah, but if you're that's doing the special, with, that's, you're that's the difference between out. watching you on TV and even her comedians say sometimes like, you know, I can hear you, right? <laughs> like yeah. I, I can see you. You know, I can hear you and see you. So. It- you see, go ahead. It, it depends on like, um, it depends on your personality, like like your your personal personality, right. and it depends on the type of material that you want to deliver. Right. So Jess hilarious when I when I did the show with her, she's phenomenal at bouncing off of people. Mm-hmm. Like she's phenomenal at that. So when she says when she delivers her material. If somebody chimes in, because she's so good and witty at just working off of people, mm-hmm. she can make a whole show off of that if she just, you know, if she wanted to. Right. So that's that's what's good about that because you know she could tell a joke about, um, I don't know, women in the club or something like that, and if a man chimes in because he feels like he wants to say <laughs> something, yeah, then. She can go at that man really quick because that's her strong suit in in working and working with people. That's like 
I did the show with her, like, after we did the first show and we went into the green room, mm -hmm. I said, I can tell that you're really good with people because it's so effortless for you to just bounce off of people from the littlest thing that they say. Right. And so I recognized that with her, like, really quick. I'm like, oh, okay. So no matter what you say for her, she she can always have something to say. Right. Or she could just turn it into a joke or something. Mm -hmm. And that's... That's like very good for her because it works for her at every show. I'm assuming I right. did too, but yeah, like I'm assuming it works. As for me, I like to do like I can bounce off of people, but the jokes that I tell kind of leave room for people to leave little comments. But it's not nothing like you real can just negative. Drag. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that we could have the little funny banter back and forth yeah. or whatever, or I could comment on something they said. But it's not nothing too crazy. Which, which, which I always say, which is fine <clears throat> for the show. Yeah. But you're trying to build an hour special. Yep. So when you're on stage doing your special, and whenever you're at, you ain't gonna sit there talking to the crowd. You're gonna sit there and do your. Now yeah. you may have some jokes where you're like, hey, you know, blah blah blah, this and that, but. For the most part, you're not going to sit there and have that banter back and forth the whole show. You're doing your your set. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, you're yeah, doing you're your doing your set. you're doing your planned stuff. You know what I mean. But you mm -hmm. can you trust me. I've seen people you know drag stuff out and have a good time. Yeah. But when you're filming that and you're out there on on stage in front of, I mean, we ain't I ain't even in, in front of all these people, but. In, a, in an intimate crowd, you know, yeah, you can do that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And have that banter back and forth. Well, see, it's a different thing. That's why you see some comedians have, that's what they post on social media. Exactly, they yeah. They post their crowd work. Because, yeah. Because their crowd work is funny enough to get people to be like, oh, let me go see. See, this exactly, guy. Right. exactly. Know? Like Andrew Shows yeah. and, and Matt Wright. Matt Wright. Like, they, they post their crowd work stuff because I. I've never seen either one of them live, so nope. I don't know how their material is. But I've watched I've watched both their specials, and <laughs> Andrew Schultz's special is good. His material is good. Matt Rice is good, but not you know. It's, yeah. I, well, his Andrew his crowd Schultz, works is a lot better. Is what Andrew shows to me, he seems like he's super funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. His, his special is pretty yeah. good. So when they when they post their crowd work stuff, is is for two reasons. It's to get people to to come out and do right. their shows yep. and to show you like, hey, I'm good. I should be seen. Now that allows them to get more deals. And oh stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, deals. yeah. So that's what works out perfectly for them. And you know, Matt Rife just blew up because yeah, yeah. I guess he couldn't sell a hundred. Joe Byers, shout out to Joe Byers again. He did a video on him like like last a couple of years ago or last year he couldn't even sell 100 tickets apparently and then he started mm -hmm. posting his clips and boom blew the fuck up yeah. and and he's been doing what while and out I, I think he was and on that yeah. shit What's his yeah. name? Matt Rife Matt Rife yeah he's from Matt, Ohio yeah. Is he? yeah yeah he's from somewhere like he doesn't like he's that the guy that uh, had to run in with uh Zendaya or something yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they say it on the thing. Yeah, yeah he was trying to holler at her or some shit. I don't and he know. touched her face, and there, and that was a wrong. Yeah, thing yeah, to yeah, do. yeah, something like that. So yeah. I didn't know he was from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. He's somewhere near Columbus. You know? Him? Yeah. Like, no, I don't know him. I don't no, know him. I just—it's like thirty minutes, forty minutes from Columbus, where he's from. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah. He says I, I kind of small. I, I'm familiar with him. He was on Wildin' Out for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, like even Andrew Schultz, he was on the Man Show. Like, they've been doing this shit, like, forever. But the pandemic, he started posting a lot of his shit. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I didn't start watching podcasts, like I said, until, like, three years ago. So <laughs> yeah. I didn't know about fucking Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. None of that bullshit, dude. And that's when I started, like, <gasps> open mics. That's how you can get into comedy? Yeah. Fucking let me try it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, and I'm glad I did, man, because we met you, dog. Yeah. That's what's up, yeah, man. man. Fucking, the world works in mysterious ways. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? of the Midnight Pocket Podcast brought to you in part by the Acumen Paralegal Services help you help yourself the legal way. The services that they offer is they help with documents that need to be typed, guardianships, probate, divorce, wills and trusts, complaints, business organization, financial planning, and legal research and writing. Go ahead and give them a call 
at 216-727-0049 or 216-456-2000. Michelle White will get you right. You know, shout out to Desmond Turner because he's shout like, out, man. he's so laid back and humble and, you know, he responded. I mean, I, I reach out to a lot of people and a lot of people don't reach back. Right. Um, he was one of the people that did. And you see, he's here. Always, yeah. always been, always been cool from day one. Very man. personable, and always to been. me, he's like one. Of, he's definitely one of the flames that that Cleveland definitely has. Like, I put up against the world. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yep. I put up against the world. Like this, this guy is one of them. Absolutely. Hey, yo, Jay, where they, where can they find you at, bro? You can follow me at Justin for the Comedy on Instagram, people. And I am the underscore great underscore c o r e e. That's where you can find me. Or you can find us both at the Midnight Pocket Podcast. What? You know what? Shout out to all of our viewers. All of our viewers. Thank you for all tuning listeners. in and subscribing and leaving comments and all that 100 stuff. 100 episodes. Shout out to the old cripple bastard. Yeah, for giving us shout outs on all of his episodes. Absolutely. That's dope. Yo, Desmond, where can the people find you, man, and check you out some more? Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Turner House Productions. Facebook, Desmond Turner, add me, follow me, whatever, reach out. Um, I'll respond back, man. I'm a comedian just trying to make my way. So, yeah, reach me on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Watch some of my clips and stuff. I'll be posting them on Instagram. And then, you know, let me know if you enjoy it. We'll go from there. That's what's up. Yo, Desmond, will you come back and see us, man? Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thank Make sure you hit the like, subscribe, notifications. going to be right here. We love every one of you. Peace out. Midnight Park. Midnight Park Podcast. Midnight, 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 Midnight,